This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Always live on the free Odyssey app. We now return to Court Dishy and Coy. Call the show at 401-737-1287. Southern New England Sports Original. 103.7 WEEI. And welcome back. Our number two of Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Scott Cordishi, Nick Coit with you. 401-777-1037. The phone number. Talked a little Patriots, a little Celtics and NBA, even some Ryder Cup in our number one. And speaking of the Ryder Cup, the Americans getting their hats handed to them by the Europeans right now, down nine and a half to two and a half. But, but. They lead three of the four matches here in the afternoon over in Italy, and they are tied in the other. So is this where the American comeback begins, Nick Coit? Well, you know, in the afternoon matches, you know who's not playing right now? Your guy. Brooks Kepka. Brooksy. Yeah, love it. Good. Sit him down. I'm, I'm done. I don't want to. Yeah. I like, I like that it's younger. I like it's Morikawa that's out there. I, I like Colin Morikawa as a golfer. Spieth and Thomas are back out there. Good tandem. Yeah, good. Good. I like it. Different guys out there. Switch it up, Zach. Right. Got to switch it up. It's it's working. All right. Let's so. go back to the calls. 401-777-1037 is the phone number. Let's say hello to Dave in Stonington. Good morning, Dave. You're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. Um, you haven't brought up the best game of the week last week. Uh, that would be Denver and Miami. Oh. The best uh, game. Wow. <laughs> That's good. I, I can't believe – I think that, you know, 70-20, to 20, do you think that he really, really wanted to roll up that score being a former coach at Denver? No. And being you know what, a, a resident of Denver? Nope. Oh, you know yeah. What the funny part, you know what the funny part is? Okay, I, as you know, I am uh, friends with many Dolphin fans, one mm. of which is my best friend, Dolphin Paul. Mm. And Dolphin fans for years, when the Patriots were blowing teams out in 2007 – they're classless, running up the score. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick's team's never hung 70 Nobody on the opponent. Now, now it's like crickets from Dolphin fans. Oh, oh, it's okay to Guys, put 70 I, I on thought, the board. I thought it was hilarious watching the, the scores. And I don't have the, the Sunday ticket. So I watch NFL Network. 
And every time I'm looking, I'm seeing this eight minutes left in the game and this yeah. 63 on the board, and I'm saying to myself, they're going to get 70. They're going to get it. And I remember years ago when I was a kid, I was a Philadelphia Eagles fan before I became a Seahawks fan, okay, before they became in existence, okay, and they played at the old Yankee Stadium, and my brother was a Giant fan, and the Giants hung a 62 on him, 62 to 10, and he always reminds me of that game in 1972, ever yeah. since, but yeah. um, I didn't know, um, and Scott, you're an Ivy League guy, I didn't know that this guy, McDaniel, was a Yale grad. He's a Yale guy, yep. Yep. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, you know, he's got a heck of a team. You think Sean Payton, though, is uh, having second doubts? Well, and you know what? <laughs> I hate to say, you talk about karma. Sean Payton destroyed Nathaniel Hackett indirectly yeah. by saying what an awfully coached team this was that have taken over. We're going to be much better than that. And remember, Aaron Rodgers came out and defended his guy, Nathaniel Hackett. And now look at what the Broncos are doing on Sean Payton's watch. They so. ain't doing much better Yikes. right now. Yep, I, I do have to admit, I'm not a big fan of Nathaniel Hackett. And uh, I remember him at Syracuse being the offensive uh, coordinator over there. And uh, things yeah. just didn't work out when he was there. And uh, Oh, by the way, big game for you today. And um, I can't believe Clemson's actually favored in that game. Yeah, you know, you know what? They're, they're Syracuse team, needs but to Syracuse prove they can play really well. Yeah, but they need to prove they can compete with and beat the big dogs. So I can understand why Clemson's favored too. I, I can't. Syracuse you, has to prove they guys, can beat the big dogs. What do you think of Schrader being a quarterback in the NFL? Yeah, I think I think he relies too much on his legs, and I don't think that uh, I, his style of play. I think he'd get killed in the National Football League. So. I just don't think he's a good enough passer, accurate enough passer to make it in the NFL. Could he find a spot on somebody's roster maybe as a backup? Sure. I don't see him as yeah, He looks downfield pretty well for, you know, he's 6'5", 6'6", and he's a former yeah. wide receiver. That's why he's always on the move. So he misses Gadsden, though. That's a big loss for him. That was Eric. a huge he's loss him for, for the year. Aronde yeah, Gadsden yeah. Jr., whose father played in the NFL, nice. was a Dolph, former Dolphin receiver there himself. You yep. Yep. There you go. Hey, I thank you guys for taking my call, and be safe out there today. Dave, yeah. thanks. Thank Appreciate Dave. it. 401-777-1037, the phone number. Let's yeah. say hello to Steve in Fall River. Good morning, Steve. You're next on Cordishi and Coit on WEEI. I know you guys like to hear golf stories. Can I throw my cheesy golf story out there? Go sure. ahead. Let's hear it. I was captaining a team, you know, best ball at a local tournament that we go in every year. I had what would probably be the closest people to me, my best friend. And a brother-in-law from each side. On the 12th hole, I said, what's our score? Three over. I said to my sister's husband, Mark, first I said to the team, first I said to the group, I said, I want to be known now as Captain Prime. Not Steve. Just call me Captain Prime. And they told me the score, and I said to my, you know where I'm going with this. I said to my uh, brother-in-law, Mark, I said, Mark, I love you, but you might want to hit that portal tonight and find another Find another foursome. Ouch. Yeah, three over and, and foursome, a best ball. That's any that awesome? No, well, best ball, that's not scramble. Best ball. <laughs> yeah, different. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. still, though. You want to be right. Everybody hits. You take the best ball. How can you yeah, be right. over? Oh, no, that's scramble. Uh, that's scramble. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a scramble. What, what, three, right, three over whatever it is, scramble. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Scramble. Yeah. You, still. Everybody hits, and, the, and you take the best ball. Yeah, we're three way, over from 12 holes. Yeah, yeah. Not good. Yeah. So I pulled my... Coach Prime caught out because he was on my mind. Um, Everybody You're talking about Bill Belichick. You're talking about Bill Belichick still being a good coach, Scott. 
as if he's changed his ways. He hasn't changed his ways. He always does this to rookies. He took this rookie out of the game because he 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 fumbled. That's and something Steve, I he's criticized done him for it. So let's let's just move on. I criticized. No, no, I didn't no, no. say he's a perfect coach. It's, I said I still think no, no, he can game no, no, plan and my, scheme that, it up. So I criticized point. him my for benching Demario Douglas after fumbling. So let's not relive it. What let's I'm move forward. Is move he's on. Remain constant throughout his career. This is the way he works. That's yep. all I'm saying. I'm not saying you were right yep. or wrong to criticize him. Yep. We wish he didn't do that. He's done this with uh, the the fourth down stuff. This is something he's done religiously. Mm-hmm. He did this in the Super Bowl. He had a rookie kicker or a, a kicker. He didn't have any confidence and he fought at seven from the 48 yard line he went on it in the giant super bowl the 2007 this is something he does if he doesn't have confidence in that kicker which apparently he didn't he'll take the play that doesn't make any sense instead of going for the field goal this is stuff he's done forever about this play you were talking about in indianapolis the whole world knew that going on fourth and two or three from the 28 yard line was was insane, and of course he didn't want to give the ball back to Manning. He thought his better play was to try to get a first down. Don't you know one of the Patriots defenders during the week said, oh, no, he had a lot of supreme confidence in us if he didn't get it that we'd hold, and which was completely ludicrous, but in good uh, sports talk fashion, some people on the radio actually were trying to make that side. So these things that Bill Belichick does, that always happens. My last point, I'm watching the game. I see Michael Awenu doing a very nice job at right guard, a late-round pick, and I see Cole Strange can't finish the game. And you people are wondering why we don't have any offensive skill power, and you still don't complain about how you could take a left bleeping guard with the 29th pick in the draft. Look at Christian Gonzalez. You like Christian Gonzalez, don't you, Scott? Yep. This is what you need. Impact positions, not just impact players. We had Logan Mankins at 32. He might have been the highest scoring, uh, uh, and, and best if, scoring guy ever. And if Cole Strange turned ever, out to be Logan Mankins, difference? I wouldn't have had a problem with the pick, but he hasn't so no, far. No, it That's doesn't. The problem, but now, let me make my point. It doesn't matter if he's Logan Mankins. He's not going to move the needle. Logan Mankins did not move the needle. He went 10 years. He was on the 10-year drought. Your left guard cannot affect your team. That's all there is to it. You can get guys that don't cost you anything to play left guard. Does no, anybody Steve, remember Stephen Neal? Never yeah, played yeah, yeah. down no, in college Steve, football. Steve Not yeah, yeah, sense. yeah. How do you let no, that no, go? No, no, no. Hey, I'm, I'm going to support your point, Steve. Right, Joe, hang up. Joe, hang up, please. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, No, no, no. We're not going to Stephen Neal. I was actually trying to support – Steve and his point, and then he thinks I'm. I'm he came in so her. docile, and then he then he just tea kettles himself. Yeah. So well, no, I, I was going to support. I, his I mean, point Steve here. has has a point. Yes, in that, he does. You, you know, there are much higher impact positions that you might be more wise to address in the first and second first rounds and second of the rounds. draft, as Absolutely. opposed to offensive line. Yeah. Cornerback would be one with Gonzalez. Yeah. Wide receiver would be another. Certainly, quarterback would be one, and and an edge pass rusher would yeah. be another. Right. I, I agree with him on that, and, and his Steve's point there was the fact that Mike Wenu was a sixth-round pick in 2020, and look at how good he might be your best offensive lineman. Look at the guys that you've gotten in the mid to late rounds on the offensive line that have been big-time contributors in the past. Joe Tooney's in Kansas City now, but he was a big-time contributor. He was a fourth-round pick. Like, Steve's point there I think is well taken. 
early rounds, you need to hit on those those positions that are huge impact to, to build off of. Cornerback is one of them, and they've done obviously well so far with Christian Gonzalez. And and the whole thing with Strange and the ranking where he's at, whatever, could you have gotten him in the second and third round? I'm not sure. But I, I think Steve's point is Bill Belichick can find good offensive linemen in the mid to late rounds. He's shown the ability to do that. So should he have last year with that first-round pick gone with a wide receiver, gone with a tight end, gone with somebody that could help your offense right now, Maybe, and we'll see. I mean, I'm still waiting on Cole Strange. He didn't have much of a camp. Maybe he comes around a little bit. It's still early. It's his second year, so I'm not going to totally jump off board. But Steve's point is well taken. Yeah, 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 Steve. It's well taken. I'm trying to support you, Steve. Jeez. Even when I try to support him, he jumps down my throat. Come on, Steve. No, I mean, I get it. I understand his point. Yeah. You're right. That's a lower-impact position in the NFL. It's not to say that it's not important, you know, the guard position, but, you know, there are the higher-impact positions. But it also depends what's on the board and the quality at those positions, right? If you feel like, you know, there isn't a high-quality, let's say, wide receiver there, but there is the top-rated guard, then, then sometimes you have to take that shot. Maybe, you know, but you know what should they have passed on Richard Seymour because he was a, a defensive lineman? You know what I mean? Like, no, but I, I would I would, you know, with Richard Seymour, I would argue that's a prime position that you should address like a guy that's, you know, a stalwart on your on your defensive line. And I mean, it, it's a different po- point in the draft because where did they draft Seymour? What was, was he like four? It was really like high. Yeah. It was really high. Like at that point. You're taking some of the best players. It, Cole Strange is, what, 29th overall, so it's a little different. But to support Steve's point again, too, they whiffed on the last time they took an offensive lineman in the first round in Isaiah Wynn, a guy who's yeah. now playing guard in Miami. So, so I, I agree with this texture from the 401. Steve's stupid 10-year drought. Didn't they go to the Super Bowl twice during that time? And how many AFC championships? Only one team can be champion. Not to mention an undefeated regular I, season. I, I, I agree. I, I, I hate that. He, he always brings up, well, they went 10 years between winning Super Bowls. Oh, it was a I drought. Know. It wasn't a drought. They were still the best team or one of the best teams in the NFL. That included an undefeated season, first ever 16-0 and season. Yeah, they didn't win the Super Bowl, but the fact of the matter is they're in the AFC Championship every year. So to call that a drought, I mean, come on. Well, it was a championship drought, but like I, I praise that time with the Patriots because I think that they they were competing still, getting to Super Bowls, getting to AFC championships, and they were retooling at the time because that older that dynasty, that first wave was going out. The new wave was coming in. You were rebuilding, building toward the second wave of the dynasty. And you were still competing at a high level. Well, those teams, ironically, like you had Moss and Welker. You had yeah, right. big-time yeah, offensive true. weapons. It's true. You were retooling a defense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you were retooling that part of the team, and you still were even like a 2000 – what was it, 2010 they went 14-2? and two, And I think they got knocked out first round by the Jets. But, like, yeah. that that year, 14-2 and two in 2010 – I can't remember some of the guys. And, and Devin McCourty was in, like, his first or second year at that point. They were just sort of building back up here, and they were still going 14-2. and two. We obviously know, you know, the, yeah. the leader of that on the field, number 12. Yeah. Um, but still, I thought it was, you know, an impressive time because they were – 
they were doing what they needed to do to get back to that championship form while still being competitive. I wonder if where they are today isn't a direct result of those 10 years where they had elite offensive talent, but they couldn't win Super Bowls, right? So he, he's like, I had Moss, I had Welker, I had Hernandez, I had Gronk, and I couldn't win with high-powered offenses because my defense wasn't good enough. And so I wonder if he's gone back in the other direction saying, I need to have a, a, a great defense to win a Super Bowl. You, you understand yeah, what I'm saying? No, like, I, I like do. Be, because yeah. I bring that up because – if you recall, earlier in the decade when the Patriots were winning their Super Bowls in 01 and 03 and 04, um, they were beating the high-powered offense that was Peyton Manning and the Indianapolis Colts and Marvin Harrison, Andrew James, et cetera. And I, I, I don't know. I wonder if, if Bill's kind of, like, been skewed by that. You know, like, yeah. I've tried the elite offensive talent thing, and it hasn't worked for us. If, if that's the case, though, it's a miscalculation on the current – uh, wave in the league because the league right now is all about elite yeah. offensive talent. And I, I think Bill Belichick's always had a good pulse on what the league is. Um, right now, though, I mean, the best teams have the best skill position talent. I argue you can do both, right? I, I think even – so look at the yeah. Patriots' defense. We agree the Patriots' defense is very good. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. They have the money and they have the resources to go out and get one or two top offensive weapons. They just haven't gotten the right guys. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they just haven't gotten right, the right guys. Yeah, I, I think you're you're right. And I think some of those teams that we talk about, too, have, have good defenses. Um, you know, like Philadelphia's still got some good, you know, strong talent on defense. They can – the kid that they got um, – Who's, uh, oh, my gosh. Carter from Georgia. Holy cow. Yeah, he's a How man. did you let the Eagles get that guy? Well, he slipped in the draft because of that car because accident. Because of the car accident. Yeah. Oh, folks, what are we doing? Yeah, he's a, he's a wrecker up he's front. He's a wrecking crew yeah. himself. I mean, he is. Woo. Wow. They let the Eagles get that guy. That's scary. 401-777-1037. The phone number. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to Cordishy and Coit on WEEI. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.